The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. 338. So did you hear this story today? There is a man originally from Edmonton. His name's Todd Standing, hmm. who believes he insists that Bigfoot is real and he took his case to the courtroom and it's ticking people right off. I have DNA. I have photographs. There is no doubting Todd Standing's sincerity. He believes Sasquatch is real and he knows the truth is out there. Tuesday, the truth was in court. Standing wants to sue the government for failing to protect Sasquatch habitat. If you don't love the wilderness, you have, there's no ability for you to build any kind of relationship on that. Standing claims he has had several encounters with the mythical North American primate and says the government won't listen to reason. The government wants his lawsuit thrown out, calling it frivolous and without any air of reality. you think you're wasting the court's time for that? Absolutely not. Do you think it's a waste of time, the, the discovery of a millennium? Lawyers say this is an all-too-common problem. Scheduling court time hard enough. Having what are called vexatious litigants tie up valuable court resources only adds to the problem. In provincial court, you're often going to go several months or even over a year before you actually get a trial date for a criminal matter. This case brought a senior lawyer from the Attorney General's office in Victoria for the day, plus an articling student who argued the case. An hour and 20 minutes of the court's time, plus a written decision from a judge still to be handed down. So the other party has the ability to uh, make a motion to strike the pleadings and say there's no cause here for the kind of lawsuit that is being pursued. Sasquatch sightings are rare and always shrouded in mystery. But there are those like Todd Standing who say they have irrefutable proof. Whether the court agrees is anyone's guess. Vexatious litigation. Vexatious litigation. Vexatious, uh, causing or tending to cause annoyance, frustration, or worry in law, denoting an action or the bringing of an action that is brought without sufficient grounds for winning purely to cause annoyance to the defendant. To the defendant. Vexatious. Annoying. My mom said you should learn a new word every day. Vexatious, Vexatious litigant. litigant. I think that should be a band name. I think so too. Anyway, so this guy, um, he's got a documentary out, a Netflix documentary called Discovering Bigfoot. Uh, as mentioned in that report, claims he's seen a Sasquatch many times. Uh, the government won't listen to him. He said, like, come on out. I'll show you a Sasquatch. I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. I'm like, okay, Todd, I want to go with you. Todd from Edmonton originally. And, and show me a, Sasqu- a Sasquatch. I would love to see one. You know, this guy's been in the news before. You mentioned, uh, or it was mentioned, that he's got a net- Netflix yep. documentary, Discovering Bigfoot. He also sued the California government, mm. or he petitioned, I should say, the California government through courts to recognize the existence of Sasquatch as opposed to Bigfoot. Are they not the same thing, Sasquatch? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So this is kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it strikes me as... Uh, Vexatious. <laughs> vexatious litigation. Hmm. I wonder. I bet you. I bet you that there's Bigfoot type creatures out there. Oh no. Are yeah. you signing up for this? 
Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I think that there's so many species out there that we haven't discovered that it wouldn't surprise me if there was one or well, two. He, okay, so sure, it's possible. I'm just saying what we no, don't no, know. I'm with you, sister, but here's the thing. Um, <laughs> in the wild, where yeah. this uh, Bigfoot is... Mm, the Yeti, like Yeti. Let's just say he's there. The Yeti's there. The, mm-hmm. Why has he got to bring up the Yeti? Wouldn't there also be bunnies and wouldn't there also be bears? And like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if the lawsuit is that you're not protecting wildlife, then that's a lawsuit. That's a claim. Um, you're not doing enough to protect wildlife. So why center on this? Because what? they're, because they are one of a kind. They're, they're very few. They're a, a rare species. I think it would be taken more seriously <laughs> if, oh, if, Wayne. You didn't, if you didn't just pick a fictional creature. How do you know it's a... Uh, Wayne? Hi, guys. Do you believe in Bigfoot? I don't know. I, I've got a story for you. Uh, hunting at Camp Wainwright uh, a few years ago now. Uh, on the West End, you're familiar with Wainwright. Yeah. And then uh, the, the Battle River, the, the breaks there. Yeah. Uh, I, I came up. Uh, I'd been down in the, the, the breaks there by the, the river. Came up, was getting into my truck, and looked up the road on the west end there, and uh, there was something standing on a berm looking at me. Bright sunshine, a foot of snow, and, and, and it, it, you know, you see something, and it, it looks, this is so far out that you don't believe your eyes. It was standing there looking at me, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, but it looked just like that thing in Star Wars. Like Chewbacca? Light brown, whatever, yeah, light brown hair, and it was big. And I stood there looking at it, you know, didn't know what to think. And I'm not lying. I was cold sober and I wasn't, you know, I, I, this is serious. I'm telling you what I saw. I do not know what it was. And it was standing there staring at me. And, you know, it looked out of proportion because I could see that it was standing on a berm. There were uh, like uh, trees, like alder trees there. And I, I just looked at it. And uh, um, my binoculars were already in the truck. I had a rifle, but, you know, you don't look at things through your rifle scope because I didn't know what it was, right? So I just stood there looking. It turned to the east, like, and, and it started walking down, uh, and, it, you know, its, its legs and its arms were in sequence, right? Mm-hmm. But very, very odd. And I just watched it as it sort of disappeared behind the berm. Drove up there, and uh, those trees, it was almost, that thing was at least eight feet tall. I'm not kidding. And, and I, I, I saw its tracks going into the bush, and it was in that main bombing range. I, you're familiar with that, Jay? Yep, I am. You're not allowed in there. Nobody mm-hmm. goes in there. And it disappeared, and I certainly wasn't going to go chase it. But I, 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 I'm not kidding. I don't know what it was. And I, I told my hunting partner, but I didn't tell anybody at the, at, at the pace. Um, odd. Odd. But if it was going to go anywhere, it would be in that bombing range, right? But I, I, I know there's people flying over that all the time. And, okay, well, that's, that's, that's it. I know what I saw. I don't know what it was, but sure. I know what I saw. Now, now I don't mean to be, uh, Wayne, I don't mean to be uh, vexatious. Uh, but is there any chance it was just a pipeline protester? If it was, you would have shot him. <laughs> I would not have. I'm kidding. No, I didn't even want to look at this thing through my rifle scope, you know, because you don't do that. No. And I talked to some troops that had come up. I was hunting deer uh, earlier in one of those little Ilse vehicles. Yeah, and they had gone in there and and uh, tried to scare some mule deer out from it. It didn't work. So, anyways, they this was like half hour later, and this thing was standing up there, and and it, I know it wasn't human. It certainly wasn't a bear, hmm. and um, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm going to leave that with you. I met you guys, by the way. I'm uh, um, um, 
Giselle Dennis' neighbor. I met you guys at the Christmas thing, anyways. You're so, whose neighbor? Giselle Dennis, the artist. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, Wayne. How are you? Yeah, you remember we met yeah, at yeah. The, the Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how, how would you remember, man? I, you know. <laughs> okay. But no, that, I'm, See, and I'm not kidding. That's exactly what I saw. And the way it walked, the way it acted, the size of it. And, you know, I thought, well, maybe it's a trooper in a, in a, in a, a ghillie suit. But who, who, in hunting season with a bunch of 150 Yahoo deer hunters out there with high-powered rifles, who would dress up like that? You wouldn't, right? <laughs> did, did, you, did you go look at any footprints or see? I did, yeah. I went up to the hill, and that's how I, I recognized the size of it. You know when you see things that are just out of scale? Yes. They just don't look right. And, and those, those trees were like nine feet tall, and that thing was almost as tall. Hmm. And and the the prints going into the woods were like six feet apart and all that sort of thing. Wow! I'm not kidding. So I, I was looking in the woods, and all of a sudden I had my rifle, but all of a sudden I just caught this this chill out my spine. What if there's another one standing behind me? <laughs> Time to get out of here. Uh, a well, yeah, I jump on. But you know, you would think if they're they're around, they're going to be a lot more discreet than that. You'd think that it they'd come out at night, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm fascinated by stories like this, Wayne. I think that there are, I think there are all sorts of things and creatures and maybe beings out there that um, we can't explain. We don't know what they are. We can't explain, and it just it captures my imagination. And obviously, uh, this one certainly has for you. I find it hard to believe. Really, I, I do. I know what I saw. I mean, I could see way out in the you know the the the, the, uh, the wilderness out in BC somewhere, maybe. Here, I, 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 I really, really find it hard to believe what I saw, but Wayne, I did. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate it. Yes, thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks. There you go. Hmm. Now, did we both meet Wayne? No. Oh, okay. No. He said I met you guys, so he met you and Coach. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't recall meeting Wayne. Wayne didn't t- tell me the the Bigfoot story that night, though. No, 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 no. Certainly not. Or we'd have had his line blocked already. No. no, I'm kidding. No, it was a good story. No, no, obviously it was interesting. I'm not sure it's a 346 story, but sure. I love it. What about Loch Ness Monster? Oh, come on. Yeah, no, it's possible. Like, I'm trying not to argue with you today. I don't know what's been going on in the last couple of days. It feels like we're on the edge of an argument, so I'm no, trying... No, I'm not arguing. We're no, just no. discussing, and sure. I, I know you don't believe in this sort of stuff. I do or not. Or not willing to, and I, I am willing to entertain the thought that there are... Things like Sasquatch sure. and aliens yeah. and um, and Loch Ness monsters mm-hmm. because I think it's I think there's so much stuff out there that we don't know about that. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> is is that a new caller? No, it's still Wayne. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's decided to listen to the show on hold. your texts. Probably Shaquille O'Neal on a hunting trip. <laughs> Sorry, I call BS a bear on its hind legs, maybe. Please don't bring these topics up after marijuana is legalized. I should have asked what he was smoking that day. Hmm. Tell Todd to capture one, then I'll believe. Hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, not believing things, maybe we should mention this as well. We oftentimes bring to your attention scams that are going around. Uh, if you're a Catholic, possibly this would be one that would affect you. The Catholic Church are warning about a new phishing scam targeting Alberta parishioners. So here's how it works. Fraudsters posing as priests or bishops have been emailing their parishioners and 
asking um, staffers across Canada to fraudulently collect mm -hmm. free electronic gift cards preloaded with cash. Um, typically, uh, a false email from a priest, church official, or supervisor. So here's the thing. It's relatively easy to make it appear as though you are somebody else in mm -hmm. an email. Um, don't want to tell you how to do it, but it's really easy to do with any email program. So I can send an email to Sid Smith, and it will appear to have come from J. Lynn Nye. So all these people are doing, hey, that's an idea. All these people are doing is they're taking a look at websites and information on who's who at a particular uh, parish, and then they're just using that email address to say, hey, we need you to contact this person and give them a gift card because we're going to help underprivileged children or um, families that are in need or whatever. And of course, it's just a scam, right? But you would think in looking at the email that, oh, that's the bishop that looks, writing yeah, me or oh, that's yeah. the priest writing me. Um, so I guess just be aware of it. And uh, typically, you know, you can, if you reply to that email and the email is, the actual address of the priest or bishop, it will actually go to them. That's that's how it works. So, I mean, anyone, anytime somebody asks you for a preloaded iTunes card or anything like that, a really big red flag should go up anyways, because that is their tool of choice, right? And what they'll oftentimes do is if somebody, because they'll tell you not to reply, they'll tell you, write this person and tell them that you've got the card. And when you write them an entirely different address, and there'll be somebody supposedly who's overseeing this fundraising effort, when you write them, they'll say, you know what, what would be best is you just give us the number on the mm. back of the card, and mm. then we can just take that cash where you don't have to deliver the card or whatever. Question, question everything. Mm-hmm. Except for the existence of a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a second. If no, a Yeti you asks you, that too. Yeah. if a Yeti asks you for, for a preloaded pre iTunes, iTunes card, card mm -hmm. right? I would question. You know, that. it's definitely a scam. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I wonder if they roar. I wonder what sounds they make. Do you remember that uh, show from? I think it was the '80s. It was like Harry and the Hendersons. Do you yeah. remember that show? Oh, I sort of do. I never yeah. watched it. Bauer no. does. He's laughing, yeah. I yeah. loved that movie. It was a movie. And was that a Yeti? Or That's was right. That, okay. That what? Somebody adopted or took it? Pretty in? much, yeah. Yep. The, the whole family. Yep. The Henderson family. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, what does... Trina's on the phone. Hi, Trina. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. How are, how are you? you? I love your show. We, oh, we, thanks we for love listening. That you love it. Um, the reason I'm calling is because you know what? This is actually really, really funny, uh, but it's not. But I think it is. Um, I go on Google and I type in my dad's name, mm -hmm. and it it comes up as he's a priest. Oh. And my dad's nowhere near a priest. <laughs> my dad has actually been a teacher for 31 years. And my dad's not a priest. So and, I don't know how I can... Um, oh, but there may be a priest by his name, though, right? No. Oh, how do you know? Well, because I, I know my dad's name and his last name. Right, but there but could be more than one person with that first with and last name. name. No. Oh, okay. How, how can you no. be so confident? That's a that's a pretty bold claim. I mean, yeah. if you put Andrew Gross in, there's a there's a comedian. There's several criminals, <laughs> um, which I know it's not much of a stretch. There's um, 
the president of Nortec is uh, Andrew Gross as well. In fact, his Twitter handle is Andrew Gross, at Andrew Gross, but mine is at Gross Andrew. But there's lots of people, and my name is pretty unusual, G-R-O-S-E. Yeah. But, but there's lots who have the same name, do different things. But the thing is, I don't know how Google um, can do that, you know, without letting someone know. Yeah. Well, thanks for the call, Trina. Yeah. I, I think it just happens to be the fact that, yes, Dad shares the same name as somebody else. It's possible. See, everything is possible. <laughs> There's a Yeti that's got my name, too, which is really weird. <laughs> Less back waxing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my nickname in high school, Yeti. <laughs> okay, T-Bone. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess uh, the smoke is really getting to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the 4 o'clock news with Eileen Bell is coming up. When we come back, we have found... What? There's a, there's a, there's a new movie that's coming out that people are saying that it's just... Um, Fantastic! Oh. It's. Um, uh, I have no idea what you're talking the about. The rom com. Oh, the rom com. The. Um, yes. Still nothing. You're the one who sent me the story. Really? It's called what? Uh, rich, crazy, something. It's all an Asian cast, and everyone's saying it's. Oh. A, it's based on a book, and it's supposed yes. to be spectacular. The book is I've really seen good. Ads it's the for first it, yeah. time that it's an all Asian cast, and it's getting really, really great reviews. Right. Right. Um. Looks good. Crazy, mm, crazy rich, rich Asians. Asians. Crazy rich Asians. Thank you. I just wanted to go, make yeah. sure. Yes, yeah, someone was speaking in my Gotta ear there. Gotta be careful there. Um, cre- yeah, I just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. before I said it. So um, with that, they've put out a list. Vanity Fair did it. Vanity Fair did of the uh, top 25 Best w- romantic comedies, comedies of all time. Anybody care to guess what came in at number one? 630-630. Let us know. No, we're going to count them down coming we are, up. But we are, but as we count down, you guess what's number one. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.